Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box is rated M for mature audiences only. It may contain nudity, sexual situations, strong language, and monsters that will eat you. The thoughts and opinions stated by Sam, Josh, and Clarence are their own and in no way reflect MTG cast Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or our mom, who tried really hard to teach us the right things to do and say. The following impressions left by Raiders can be helped by strong antipsychotic meds and therapy. Do not swim for up to two hours after listening to Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. Previously on Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. How, how are you going to top that? It's easy, dude. You told, you convinced two of our friends that our mom died. <laughs> yeah, I, I can think of a lot of things. You just got to get really serious. Like what? We have a huge Chinese-Japanese audience and you're fucking blowing it, man. They're, they're turning off, they're calling the FCC, whatever. Karate Kid 2. Karate Kid 2 with a drum. Wipe my ass on the shower curtain. Whoever took a shit so it's house one time, though. <laughs> uh, they had a shower curtain nice enough to wipe your ass with. Like, it felt good enough. Like, you, know, <laughs> you would have been successful and been okay with it. Wow, I started rubbing it against my face and then my balls. And their whole family came down with a case of crap. My favorite part on Cruddy Kid Part 2 was the... I call you a dirty fucking Jew. Uh, with your clipped wiener. <laughs> I'm not a god like Sam. I'm not a god like Sam. Little backstory before I tell you my lie. I'm uh, divorced. I have two kids with my first wife and two kids with my current wife. And two kids with a wife we don't even know. <laughs> in Canada. Ex-wife is, is on vacation. She went with her new man. He's a truck driver and she's in Portland, Oregon right no, now. Not the country song you listen to all the way here. But... So I just told my kids that mommy was never coming home. After Haley cried for about two hours. Dude, you're such a cock. <laughs> so Clarence, uh, have you polished your Parent of the Year trophy recently? And it's yes. because, and that's why you're not also hearing the beer can open every other minute. Or wine bottle, getting bored. Or my dick being sucked. Or Clarence is across the room, that's why. <laughs> he is sitting in particular far from me today. My foot barely reaches his butthole. Right, so we're drinking Newcastle, and that's keeping us from Ooh. fucking. That's pretty much what we're trying to get at. Because normally we <laughs> fuck on this show. <laughs> Let's Yay. get to the fucking segment now. That's why Wait. I came over here. Speaking of fucking. That's why we came <laughs> over there. Oh. Alright guys, what would you do for a thousand dollars? Or 777.25 euros. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. You can find us on Facebook, Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box, all one word. You can find us on Yahoo at yahoo.com, uh, Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box at yahoo.com. And I don't know, where else can they find us, guys? Nice curve. iTunes. Uh, iTunes. iTunes. I always say iTunes. He does always say iTunes. And I just wanted to keep going. Um, um, go ahead. Yes, no, <coughs> I don't have anything. Uh, my name is Josh. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Gray Flavored. I'm Clarence. And, and I'm Tim. Tim is our new guest this week. Of course, we're going to bring you somebody new. And uh, as always, we're going to sit around and talk about things that aren't magic, and then we're going to talk about magic. So, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Tell me about the first time you got caught masturbating. And Tim, oh, I know geez. yours is excellent. Why don't you tell yours first? Oh, <laughs> Man, I, my first time on the show and right out the gate. Um, 
Wow, that's a little embarrassing. Going details too. Because yeah. you already told it's me once. It's not a good story, right? It's never a good story unless you get all the facts. You yeah. tell great stories. Paint the picture for us. All right, how old are you? <laughs> 12, 13, 12. 12 and a half. I would, I would say somewhere in there. That even counts as an age, but where, 12. Where are you at when you got cut? We at home, upstairs. Uh, we had a two-story house when I grew up in. and um, you had, where, where was tell this? Me about, well, where were you in growing? South Haven. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, small town. Tell me about your family. How many people in your family and everything? Mom, dad, two sisters. Both, both sisters are older? Both sisters are older, and... Um, the thing is, mom and dad, you know, they were work, whatever. And my sisters babysit a lot. And they had two kids over there that were babysitting. And I was upstairs minding my business. Well, D- Define but, minding your business. <laughs> well, before you get into, like, the actual happenstance, there was something unusual about you. Mm-hmm. Let's get into something that. Something unusual. See, Josh already got this story. He's like, oh. <laughs> the unusual thing is for probably the first four months of my masturbatory fantasies I didn't ever realize you could use your hand <laughs> awesome I humped pillows like a mother like a dog humping legs you know and uh, <laughs> so you got now that puts a visual doesn't it now we're gonna really get started here. you got two pillows here no just one just one good one, pillow one dedic- folded over or? dedicated to just this cause like sandwich you sandwich your dick in there just rub it just it's you like, know just and it really took you four months to yeah, figure well, out you could use your yeah, hand. Yes, yeah, absolutely. All right, so anyway, um, go ahead. <laughs> absolutely. Never even dawned on me. Never even crossed my mind. The pillow was so doing got, the job. You got your pillow folded up like pita bread over your dick. <laughs> I was actually, yeah, and like <laughs> missionary, missionary style on my pillow, folded over. <laughs> And just humping the shit out of my pillow. And Were your pants around your ankles? Or no, you butt just, naked. Oh, butt awesome. naked. Okay, go on. <laughs> the I was in total... Ecstasy. Yeah, <laughs> totally vulnerable at this point. Who like, is the pillow at this point? That does I Come on, tell you. It could have just been you the pillow. Okay, maybe not that specific time, but tell me, like, what you? who was it that you, like, around that time? Was there somebody uh, big that no, you thought about? I really... I, I go in the... Come on. There probably was. He doesn't when, remember. That's guys, think, but when you guys first started masturbating, was there somebody that you would? There was like one or two that like always. Mine came was up. whatever titty popped up in the buzz <laughs> on right. the fucking. Oh, stage <laughs> I had a bunny ear TV that I could right. get staticky channels and like chicken clothes. <coughs> You'd be like, oh, that's gonna do it. That's the pillow tonight. But I used to watch fucking uh, hard day. What hard the the. Kia's workout or whatever that Japanese workout shit was. <laughs> oh, yeah? I'd okay. be off to her. It didn't matter. Alright, so anyway, Tim's up there fucking his sandwich pillow. Fucking <laughs> us naked on the second floor. With your pita, bro. His sister, Therese, is downstairs babysitting two kids. Yep, and I don't even get a knock on the door. It's a full-fledged door open halfway into the room. Can I get your... Tr- <laughs> and that's about all she got out. And, Who was it? Oh my god! It was Teresa. And then Teresa. He, she, she turns around, you know, like you know, pulls the door <laughs> shut, and I'm pulling like the lies. Out. I'm uh, I'm just in here not doing even butt naked, huh? <laughs> How do you explain that away? And I'm making stuff up, like I'm just watching TV. And I was like, why did you come into my room? I'm yelling at her a little bit. You know, nervous, not angry, just horrified, about ready to jump out a window. Yeah, when you're 12. And, 
<laughs> you're not coming up with the best excuses. No, no excuse. Totally rookie mistake. So did you come I, or what? No. <laughs> I don't even... The rest... Yeah, that, that's what I got. Did you even... Needless There's some say, things you don't <laughs> ask. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> and that's anyway. really the end of it. Nothing, I don't have a good story. I got you don't? On. No, I got, I got I'm fucking got a tube sock over my dick. Just you know, my back's to the door because I always, I actually thought about logistics. And mom walked in. What are you doing? And I'm just trying to cover it up with a fucking blanket. Uh, nothing, nothing. But you know, I got the fucking screen paused on the TV with like the topless chick. I don't, I couldn't even tell you what it was, but yeah, there was there's plenty that you would pause. You oh, know, yeah. you who knows? Uh, and let's say it was Die Hard. Uh, too. That, that that's <laughs> it. Yeah, Die Hard Two. It was just Bruce Willis. That, I don't know. He had hair. He looked good. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. <laughs> But that, that was enough. Like they said, it doesn't matter. Right. Thanks, you have a good one. Right, it's okay. I think mine was the same time frame. I was 12, and uh, I was in the bathtub, but, you know, you don't want to shoot it in your bathtub, so... Why? I'm, like, out of bathtub, perched up on the side, just yanking away, got the shampoo lube going. You shampooed out conditioner? It, whatever was okay. closest. Conditioner uh, was always nice. Got that going on, and then all of a sudden, mom walks in, and I realized I forgot to lock the fucking door. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I didn't really. It was kind of just really fucking awkward. And then she leaves, and nothing was said. Uh, no, there was like you about it later. No, she tried to explain birds and bees. I still don't understand that shit. Well, let's go ahead. What was the that was the Sam? worst part right there. Because the my aftermath. sister caught me. Right, right. And then she apparently told my mom. Uh, <laughs> who then gives that's me... That's fucked up, Teresa. That it's okay speech, and which is, like, totally great. You might as well... I don't even know if I, just jump out the window. Your mom's telling you it's okay to touch yourself. Those words should never, <laughs> never leave you. Yeah, demoralizing, totally demoralizing. Then you just look normal. at mom and tell yeah. her, How do you know, mom? She <laughs> says, Everybody does it. And I just <laughs> look at her and I'm like, Is that what I smell? Alright, so mine. <laughs> 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 that is awful. <laughs> mine is in sixth grade, so I'm around the same age, 12, 13. And um, I get done with basketball practice and I go over to our grandmother's house. This is getting good, trust me. Oh my god. <laughs> and the great thing about my grandmother's house is we weren't very rich growing up, so we didn't have cable, basic cable, jack shit. Not even really the bunny ears, to hey, be honest. We had But JC my grandmother did. My grandmother had basic cable. She we had JC Penny catalogs, that right. was enough. Yeah, that's all we really had, and that you know, that doesn't quite cut it all the time. Whatever, I'd be off to Granny Penny's for years. Right. That takes more from me, I guess. I want the romance. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so my grandma's not home. She's at church or some shit like that. And I know mom's going to come pick me up from grandma's house after a while, after picking you guys up from school or some shit. And so at the time, we owned this big station wagon. <clears throat> and um, I'm flipping through the channels, and I find MTV. And sure enough, Madonna's there. Oh, Madonna. Yep. And I believe, I'm almost positive, it was the In Vogue video. And I don't know if you guys remember that one. Black lace, leather, underwear, dancing around. Fucking hot as shit. Especially just when you're fucking 12. And I'm going to town sitting on this flowered red carpet. You know, flowered red carpet couch. And I, I, I hear 
of course, 20 minutes early, the doorknob wiggled just enough. And I'm like, holy shit! So I'm trying to pull my pants up. Mom walks in. Dick's still, like, hanging out a little bit. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm itching a mosquito bite. <laughs> That's all I have. No, he means his dick was the right. size of a mosquito. <laughs> all he had. Whatever you want to say. If she believed it, then she didn't at all. She's like, I'll be in the car. I thought you were going to say grandma caught you. I was... No, how horrible would that be? That would be fucking horrible. When we were talking about this uh, before, I don't know if this would have happened to your grandma would have caught you, is that in a religious household that I grew up in, even though mom said it was alright going to church every Sunday, they told you it was the most damning thing you could be doing was... You're throwing away God's children down the sink. What church preaches about masturbation every week? I want to go to this (laughs) church. (laughs) I I would run that Maybe we should. You know, maybe people would be more enlightened and would uh, not be so afraid of themselves at such a young age. If the priest just did it, they're (laughs) on the stage or the rabbi or whatever, you know? (laughs) I'm so down. Let's start this church, Sam. (laughs) If Peter Griffin could start a church of fawns, First Church of the, the Dong. Church of the Dong, huh? No, no, it can't be the Dong, because then it sounds uh, like it's all milk. Oh. Yeah, you want, you want it to be, I don't know, give me something. I'm looking forward. Uh, the uh, boom goes the dynamite. All right, that'll move us right in. What's the best thing you guys have seen on TV this week? Do you guys want to grab some dice and roll? Yeah, Clarence already has the dice ready. I'm not familiar oh, with Oh, Clarence is going first all night. Explain this. This is just who goes first. Okay. You same rule the four. But there's nine. one top tie. There's yeah. You'll see. Okay, so it'll go me or Wait, Clarence. Clarence, Josh, me, Tim. All right, it'll just go around this way. Okay, that's right. Clarence, and then to the left. Go Clarence, ahead. Clarence, best thing you saw on TV this week. The best thing I watched on TV this week is uh, a show called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'd only watched one episode, like my whole fucking life, and then. I went to a, a diaper party. For those of you who don't know, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's males wanting to be females. But anyways, go to this diaper <laughs> wait, party. Wait, you better explain that just <laughs> a little bit better. I don't know. Josh is having a kid, so we bought him diapers and drank beer. It's the male version of a, of a baby, uh, shower. baby shower. Only instead of trying to complicate it and registry and everything, you bring a pack of diapers and a six pack. So and, and so after everybody's getting ready to leave, Josh is like, oh, I'm going to watch some It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever, I'll just around, sit around. We're all a little buzzed, whatever. And Perfect so time to watch it. Puts on this episode that I had never seen, because I had only seen one. The teenage drinking one. Drinking. That's uh, episode two. And, yeah, it was pretty Sorry. damn funny, and so now I'm working on watching all of them. And It's amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing, good damn show. ride that I wish I can experience again. <laughs> and that's mine. Well, shit, man. That was going to be mine. No. Um, well, what's the show? What, what's the premise The here? premise what's of the show on? is from... Uh, I've never heard of it. All right. There's, there's a brother and a sister that live in Boston, and their father owns a bar. And whoa, they, whoa, whoa, they whoa. ran... In this episode, they ran it. And their name is D and... Help me out Dennis. Here. Dennis. D and Dennis. And they they have friends who are named Mac and Charlie. So it's three guys, one chick, they all run a bar in Boston, and it's a shitty dive. And they get into all kinds of bullshit. They have no common sense. None. None. Total night. In this episode, they decided that teenage drinking 
would be okay in their bar because it'd give them a safe place to drink. Right, they're always like, you know, we, um, when we were teenagers, if we had a nice safe place to drink, we wouldn't have gotten mugged in the park or Tommy something's car wouldn't have been stolen wrecked into a tree. We can provide that place for underage kids to drink. So the word gets out and pretty soon they're hopping like a motherfucker and with a bunch of 16 through so the cops are 18 year old kids and, uh, but they don't yeah that's the whole thing well, about the episode. that's what you think yeah you keep thinking the cops are going to bust them but throughout the whole episode nobody bust them it's probably true why would they know the episode ends up with <clears throat> them all going, going to prom because like, like, they're working this bar and they're the cool kids now and all the kids from high school are going there to drink because it's cool and so basically right. they all get asked to prom except for one dude and he's like I'm going stag and he's like you're fucking 30 you can't go stag to prom <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's really great yeah anyway since Claire tonight just spent some time on it Sam go ahead well at the, at the end of season 2 Danny DeVito joins the cast as a regular cause he, and he well he's supposed to be Dennis and Dee's dad but ends up not being it's yeah Popsy Terry but yeah he's a he plays Frank and he is a Really, really ties up the show, and it just gets better when he, when he joins the cast. It just gets better and better. Um, oh, but uh, what I saw on TV this week, a, a lot of Shield. I only, I only have two episodes of the Shield left. So next week, oh I will be God. done with the Shield. Are you Thank see? God, we're, we're in episode seven. Thank God. So for What's the, the last Shield. For the, no, no, if you want to know what the shield is, shield. listen to podcast one, one two, six. three, four, five, and six. It's a wonderful, wonderful All right, show. I'll, I'll take it. It is. It's a really good show. It's the basis of the what every world other show shield. should be compared to, and then you would know why all these other shows are crap. There's so much crap on television that Clarence watches called... What is it called? Ten, ten things I hate about you. Do, or is that I what it's know called? What you're talking about? Well, you know, Candace told me. Where's the? Where's my phone? I was supposed to call you out on this. My wife watches. Okay. I bet she probably. Ten things I hate about you got canceled. Oh, what is that show? Uh, about taking ten things I hate about you. Yeah. Okay. What was the movie? It's way girly. When we were in high school. My wife likes about watching this show. He draws a picture of the cock on his face, and he's like, "Do I have a cock on my face?" It's high school. I don't know. It's horrible. It's horrible. I saw like, through five the minutes of it. And I, saw, I hit her and I said, "That's for watching this." <laughs> I punched her in the eye and she yeah, had happy time. Before we get to Tim's, I want to ask: So what happened this week on Grace? Grace, this I told you about the series finale or the season finale last week. Mm-hmm. So Grace wasn't on this week. Generally, after a season finale, the season's over. Well, I don't know. With gay shows like Grace, maybe they have a season or an episode after a season finale. They'll have a spin-off, right? It was it's called Gray's Gynecology. <laughs> okay. Sam, what's the best thing uh, to wait, watch wait, on wait, television? Wait, I have, I have a couple more. Uh, I watched, really? okay, Candace, no. Candace talked me into watching this horrible movie called The Lovely Bones. She says, everyone's talking about this movie. we got to check it out. excellent. Movie. Yeah, she's like, it's supposed to be a great book. Dude, this movie is so horrible. It made me think, okay, this is the same people that made the monstrosity Where the Wild Things Are. <laughs> Have you guys watched Where the Wild Things Are? I did. I, I think they let an actual four-year-old no. the write this movie. Good. It's it's great. Yeah. Visually. You, watch you know what? You. If, you were to, if you were to go into that movie saying this is about a child that has issues, this is sure. anger management issues... It would make a whole lot more sense. Right, but, but I was thinking a nice fairy tale, happy story. Absolutely, like Princess Bride. And that's what shit. I went in thinking, and so then I was horrified by right. it being <coughs> kind of dark. That's what I'm saying. Like if you watch, the, if you watch the movie on mute, it would be fun. 
And you're like, oh, that's cool. Well, I mean, you look through the book, there's a lot of the pages that don't even have words. Like, like most of the pages of the book doesn't have words. I agree. So, so, like, it was well, very I, open to interpretation. I get it that he had to embellish, but he... You could have gone any other way, probably. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure the same people made this movie. It was the same kind of horrible where you're just like, what? All right, well, if that's horrible, why, why is this on your list? Yeah, because that's what I watched this week. That's the best thing you watched? Yeah. Oh, weird. Okay, and uh, I also watched Trading Spaces suck. with the uh, pop-up trivia. What? The old movie Trading Spaces with uh, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd okay, and yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. Sure. I watched it, and it great had like a, a special feature. Oh yeah, great boob shots. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, it's really nice. And uh, but that has like pop up trivia things, and it was it was so entertaining, so entertaining. Did you know the guy who did the uh, plant voice in Little Shop of Horrors was the black guy in the jail cell with him? <laughs> I didn't. Uh, yes. I'm going to go home and watch Little Shop of Horrors. It's now. a great movie, yeah. yeah. It's uh, Rick, the, Moranis. Rick Moranis singing. <clears throat> yeah, it's Steve Martin. Go ahead, man. Yes. Okay, okay, Tim, go on. Well, if you didn't know, I really like video games, and uh, I love Netflix, and one of the documentaries on there was called Moral Combat. Um, and it's a documentary on the effects of video games in American culture. And what is the responsibility of the publishers and or parents to have uh, censorship on some games? These games that come out and are ultra-violent or they're over the top. And Are they responsible for violence in youth? And that was the question they um, proposed And when I watched it. And it's, it's showing you these guys talk about it. And I was curious, you know, what you guys thought when... You grew up. Did games contribute? Did you play many games? Fuck yeah! Contribute? There wasn't. The there wasn't a day I didn't walk down the hallways in high school thinking I'm gonna rip this fucker's heart out like Kano. Well, that could Mortal, Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah. Then that's what it, the the fatality. fatality moves, and that changed gaming. And now it's not even close to the worst thing you could see in a game. I have an argument to make. It goes back to like the. Uh the uh, Columbine incident where they were saying they played Doom a lot. That's right. That's exactly what they said, too. And it kind of makes sense because I know the soldiers are supposed to shoot their guns a few times into the air before combat. That way, they're used to the kick and that, you, know, you know they're ready. And it's kind of the same thing because if you're shooting at home all the time, it's just a prerequisite to shooting in real life. That's There was or actually another, another young man who, uh, I don't remember, school shot some kids, and his friend said he had never fired a firearm before in his life. And when the police arrested him, his statement to the police was, life is like a video game. And they found out for months he had been playing shooters, and that's what gave him the understanding of what gun to even use. He didn't even know the names of certain guns. And Did he switch guns like and fucking do but shit? Like, cheap, cheap, cheap. Well, <laughs> like he was talking Columbine, they so, were strapped to the nines. Now, yeah. I would say there's a certain lack of responsibility from the parents. How does a kid sit in a room with this many weapons or this kind of... Uh, state of mind and nobody's noticing nobody because i got caught <laughs> up in my villa so somebody's coming in my room but these kids can play video games and nobody cares for hours and hours and so hours it's consuming i'd rather oh, play video games than go shoot people i'd rather just keep right, playing what, video if, games. what if there's a correlation so need, in the two well they need to just keep making new video games for them to keep playing so they never get bored enough to like take it yeah but eventually they have to go to school and stuff and there's people there that piss them off well that's why there's psp <laughs> well, they're still, well, they talk. Well, here's the staple game that really, you know, they talk about Mortal Kombat, um, the Combine with Doom. But the game that really blew the top off the whole video game industry 
was Grand Theft Auto Three. Right. When absolutely. You, when you can when you come into that game and you can do absolutely well, whatever it, you it want, encouraged criminal activity. That's great, and you actually got uh, held back. But it's back. still brought. It's still you need to bring it back to their upbringing because I played video games and I never went out and fucking. Kicked a cop and stole his car and drove it around. No, but how yeah, cool we, would that we be? even played the first no, Grand Theft Auto, the first yeah. two. We, we we played them when we lived together, but we never did that. We we just went to shits on people's cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some Grand Theft Auto. There might have no, there was a Grand Theft Auto. We <laughs> never stole a car. <laughs> well, I mean, esque, esque <laughs> things going on. Brian Bottom, sorry about your review one. <laughs> oh, come on, you got to bring that up. Still, we've never confessed to that, and now you're. Pu- I'm editing that out. Okay, edit it out. Those well, this show, it's just the documentary shows the desensitization of America. Yes. The youth is desensitized. We watch you blame movies, it on you people blame. watch Saw, and the most people that like it are people under the age of 23. If you've seen Saw and you're older than 23, you should not think that that is a high-quality movie. Yeah. I don't care. That's, but, right. that's not high-quality. But it's people high are trying to blame movies, no, video it's, games, it's gore, it's music. That's dumb. Right. That was that was just what I watched. Right, well, okay, so my argument on the Mortal Kombat thing, those those fatalities were really really hard, and I can never do it. But I played a shit ton of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's all I want to say about that. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about Smodcast that I listened to this week because that was the best podcast I listened to this week. Claire said it was TV. Yeah, yeah it is. It's it always funny. Yeah, we talked. You about go first. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but before I do, I was going to ask Clarence because I know he actually listened to something. I listened to Damage on the Sack this week, and I thought it was awesome. They were talking about uh, uh, women in magic and why there's so few. And guys, it's not because of the words we say; it's because well, we smell really bad. No woman's going to want to go to a tournament. You need Drago Radio. Or was it Drago Radio? Drago Radio is what you talked about the women. Yeah. Yeah. Tendra Sex on on Fire. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was Drago Radio. Damage on the Stack is with Jim Gortz, who I sounds just like Jimmy from South Park. Oh my God. If you ever listen to Damage on the Stack, he sounds like Jimmy from South Park talking about magic. My bad, Drago Radio. Uh, (coughs) But they were saying because magic players frequently use words like rape and, you know, refer to creatures like Gangbang Commander, you know, Siege Gang Commander. I just think that women think that we smell funny when we play Magic, so they just don't want to play. And also in the show, I found out that there were 1,200 people at Grand Prix DC. That was fucking nuts. It was 1,900, sir. No, they said 1,200. Yeah, but 1,900, like, there was because there were side events and other people there and everything. Yeah, Yeah, well, yeah, they said there were almost 2,000 people in the room. What what blew me away even more than I told you both this already is that after day, on day two, after everyone made the cut and who didn't, that enough people sign up for the PTQ that the first 128 spots paid out. So if you ended up the PTQ, 128th place, you still got three packs. Sam got 17th place at our Nats and didn't get shit. That's how big their PTQ is. But, yeah, and I just... I, it was a pr- pretty interesting cast. Uh, I enjoyed that one. If I'd have went to Grand Prix DC, I'd have played Grixis too, so good on you. Good on you. And, yeah, it was pretty good. All right, so I, I listened to Smodcast this week, and it was uh, one of the last um, live nude ones, and it was in Fargo. I know Sam's heard it, and he was he basically sat down with Scott Mosier, Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier sat down, and they grabbed a paper and started looking at headlines. The one that really struck me, because it was probably the funniest one, was a story about a grandmother and a grandson that were in love and trying to have a child. 
And then now that she was 76, she wasn't able to do that. So they had to go get a surrogate. And basically, it started out with when this grandmother was 16, she got pregnant and lived in such a very Catholic family that she was forced to give up the baby for adoption. And she always regretted that, so as she grew older, she tried to find it and find it, and eventually she was able to locate the name and try to get old in person, but wasn't able to because the girl had died. But the girl had had a son, and the son is the grandson. And they got in contact with each other and exchanged phone numbers and eventually pics, and eventually they both thought that each other was sexy. And now they're in love, and they're trying to have a baby. And um, they're trying. At first they weren't okay with it, but then they found out there was an actual name for this uh, genetic disorder. I can't remember what it is right now. I want now. to say it was GSA. GSA, I think you're right. It was right. GSA, like... Uh, genetic it, sexual like, attraction. It was... Gen- yeah, or something like that. It's like if because you have go such ahead, a, Tim. What do you want to say, man? You have such an uh, he wants to have sex with natural. No, he's had sex. You have <laughs> with his grandmother. No, it's, it's natural happened. compatibility with your family members and whatnot. And if you, you grew up like not being around them and everything, and then meet later right. on in life. They didn't mean until he was twenty six well, and she was seventy six. Go ahead, man. I've heard of I've heard of a couple cases where twins separated at birth have been. Together, they yeah. didn't date yeah. each Luke other, and, and, they, and they were Luke like, and, and then somebody had to. I was like, uh oh. Yeah, well, there was an episode of, uh, about, of House about it too, right? There was an episode of House about it. Patty, I, Duke. I don't watch House. A lot of people do. I heard it's good. That's great. Patty Duke. <laughs> Patty Duke <laughs> was really? one person. She was never twins. I don't think you can ever recover from that. So at least they embraced it. You know, they can't like separate from. But it. what I'm trying to, I'm trying to gather that. He's 26 and she's 76. Sure. Have, do, do you have an attraction to women 50 years older than you? Obviously, he I does. know they'd be like Some people 80, do. but. Hey, you know what? Good on him, I think is what you said, right? Yeah, yeah. no. Good on him. No, not good on him. Same they, they, that's podcast. old on him. As long as they still fuck. Say what's the best podcast you listen uh, Well, I, it's all smod, man. It's. Uh, that that's what I wrote down. Smodcast. It, the, the one you're referring to was not their most recent one. No, I know it wasn't. They had a like actually a, just a short one this last week. I haven't looked. See if they it's the most recent today. one I listened to. Uh, but yeah, that's it's just the best podcast ever. It's always it's always entertaining. Oh my! Um, I, I wanted to mention uh, Creepcast on the MTG network because I always got to mention something off off our network. And Josh. It's not quite a fan of this one, but I I really enjoy it. It's uh, I don't know why they use code names though. It really bugs me. Tell me, guys. I know you listen. Why do you use code names? Why are you? Why are, the the host is Butcher and his co-host is Spooky Pants? Because a lot of times well, a guy can maybe intervene here. They maybe they'll answer you back on, with a text or something. A lot of times, like the podcast I listen to, which I'll mention in a minute. Use your gamer tag. You use what your call sign is over the Xbox Live community. He talks about this. Butcher is not his gamer tag. He uses something else on Moto. Okay. Well, I don't know why he separates. Or just I, 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 there's got to be, there's the gotta be a reason. Creepcast. It's because they come from the Power Creep Network or whatever. It's all about the Power Creep and magic and whatnot. They're very informative, and then and I love Spooky Pants. That guy is like amazingly smooth, and just listening to him puts me in a good mood and makes me want to sing Marvin Gaye and whatnot. <coughs> also, no, that's it. That's all I want to mention hey, Tim, as far as podcast talk, goes. Talk to us about a podcast, man. Well, the podcast that I do... One second. I just want to point out, you're actually the first guest we've had that listens to podcasts. Oh, okay. Well... So, uh, thanks, man. Good on you. I've listened to good one on episode. You. 
I'm I need to. Look, on I will listen to all of them. You need to. Yeah, the first one's on a great example, but I got a podcast sent to me. Um, I listened to Painkiller already. Um, it's Woody Gamertag, Wings of Redemption, uh, FPS, uh, Kyle. They discuss first-person shooters on Xbox Live. I think a couple of them played on PlayStation Three. They're pretty much a YouTube. Some of them are YouTube sensations and. Uh, I really like listening to their take. You know, they're an older generation. They uh, know most guns. They have jobs, things like that. They're down-to-earth people, and they and they talk about video games and they play video games, which is what I do. It's it's my uh, kind of my passion. And we discuss like Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Damn Infinity Ward for all their bugginess in their games and. But we're really looking forward to Call of Duty Black Ops, which you can get online and watch the new game trailer. The demo. Yeah, for Black. Well, no demo, not yet. I mean, I'm sure Treyarch will give us one, but they look like they're going to be making a fantastic game. And then the Halo Reach beta just finished, and you, you, anybody out there is Halo fans. It's a pretty exciting. There's no Halo fans. There there are. They are. No, no, you do one or the other. You play Magic or you play Halo. (laughs) No, no. How many times have you played Magic since you played Halo? None. Nobody ever wants to play. So in, in, I don't know any guys like Call of Duty and all that is it's guy on guy, right? You're shooting other guys. It's like a task force against other people, right? Right. Usually in Halo, is Halo a first person shooter? And you like you can mean alien and stuff like that. You can't be elite. The, the elites are part of the covenant. You need the arbiter, right? Well, they all look like him, yes, because he's an elite. But really, but it, it is an alien, right? That you're shooting. It's still team oriented, and the, the real difference is how many bullets does it take to kill the enemy, and uh, how much skill. A lot of lot of games, it's uh, learning curve first. You right. know, like with Magic. Okay, sure. How big is the learning curve on Magic? It's pretty large. Yeah. You can't just can, jump yeah. in today and learn it. Well, to, be, to be competitive and good, there is a really large learning curve, but to actually just learn the game and just have fun with it, magic. yeah, now that's where I was going to go. One, it has a learning curve, and the other one has a skill gap. Where there's there a you, you can yeah. learn how to play, but the skill gap between me and you is incredible. Where you can qualify or get top 25, I'm blown out the door, I lose my first two rounds. I can't even. But you could still sit down and have fun with the game. Could still have fun, and that's Call of Duty's. All your Call of Duties are fun. They're fast. You can get. I've played. Tim is a liar. He's very competitive. He cannot sit down and have fun. That's why I play Halo, though. But Halo is your skill gap game. It really comes into if you're below a forty, you're not very good at Halo. Wait, they have a rating system? They have a true skill. I had no. I had no idea. I don't experience points, right? No, not based off experience. Wins. That's it. Well, yeah, but I mean that's essentially the same thing. You do. You win. You get a win, and then you get better. Yes, but if you lose, you get nothing. Right. And that's the hard. In Call of Duty, even if you lose, if you went eighty and ten, you get all your points. You know, magic. You're so raging. you can lose the game. Nobody. Th- this is the reason. In Halo, people always ask. You know, may ask you how many games have you won. They want to look at your win loss. In Call of Duty, they just want to know your KD, kill death. Because it doesn't matter if you win the game or not. If you're an awesome slayer, you're an awesome slayer, and that's it. I see. I love slayer. Ah. <laughs> uh, also, I was going to ask you on Jargo Radio, is that the one that had the Magic Haiku? Did you listen to it? Yes. The Magic yes. Haiku was awesome. It was. It was great. And Now, well, the Magic Haiku was Judge Cast. I didn't listen to Judge Cast. No, it wasn't. 
I don't know, dude. Don't look at Maybe me. Maybe it was. I listen to way too many podcasts. But uh, one more thing before the podcast section ends. Attacking for game. What the hell? Where's Where episode two? We need it. Where what is, is it? episode two? I need two? more. It's awesome. It's and to tie this in, you can play Magic the Gathering on Xbox Live. Yeah, right, just throwing that in there. Well, it's so, Duels of the Planeswalkers. Well, it's a version of Magic, and no. they're getting—they're going to probably. They're trying to segue from like Halo shooting aliens into our favorite uh, movie topic. Well, um, I want to—I want to. Uh, there's two things I want to tell Tim real quick. Well, though, of course, there is because yeah, you need to go on farther, <laughs> don't you? You always have. To, I do. I do. Here's three more uh, minutes number of one, content. Magic uh, with your rating and everything. If you lose games, you lose points. You lose points off your. You rating. should. You should lose. You so skills so cannot go up if you lose. So that, that, there's a very big difference between that and Halo, and uh, also you need to check out Revenge in the Red Zone. It's a it's a it's on the MTG Cast Network, and then they it's a Red Zone Gaming. Uh, two websites that are about gaming, Red Zone Gaming, and Revenge of the Gamer. They come together. It's one person from each of those websites representing, and they talk about video games and magic. And then they talk about a lot of the shit you just talked about. I don't necessarily enjoy that podcast, even though they do use language that I like. So, all right, so. Clarence, what's your favorite science fiction movie? I have a, I have a tie, and my th- the first one is Terminator Two: Judgment wait, wait, Day. Wait, did you tell him what the topic was? Yeah, your favorite science fiction movie is the topic. Your favorite science fiction movie. Sam, shut the fuck up so I can talk. No. <laughs> I have two: Terminator Two: Judgment Day. I loved it when it came out. It was amazing. Fucking go watch it if you haven't seen it. And the second one is Critters. I don't know if oh, anybody yeah, ever, Wow. I don't know if anyone that ever watched Critters. Well, let's go back to T2. Like, what sold you? Where where was it? Where was the scene? Like, no, can I jump in real quick on yeah, that? Absolutely. How do you pick T2 over Terminator? Oh, that's because, easy. Yeah, it's, it's, because it's Terminator 2 ways. was really? completely Because the team blows. Blows. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying I like the storyline. I like them both, but I love how scared I was in one Overall, story. Well, right. Every... Comparison. Every way you can compare it, T two was better. Well, T one, the Terminator was. The Terminator it was, was a horror thriller, and then T two was uh, an epic, almost like Lord of the Rings. Okay, it tells this big elaborate right. story. Instead like, of fuck that instead old of this guy model, trying to commit and kill you, you now have the, here's a goal. Here's our heroes. They need to get to this goal, and here is the problems that are presented to them. And then T two, the part that that I knew, was like away. yeah, is <laughs> when he's in the house and he's a. Uh, yeah. John's stepmother, step, or foster, yeah. foster mother, foster mother, and, and she's on the phone with John and Wolfie. And, and she's like, Wolfie's crying, and yeah, she's like, everything's fine. No, no, Wolfie's fine. And shoots the fucking his blade, blade, oh, yeah. and then you realize through, through the milk carton, through his head, and there's milk and blood dripping. It's awesome. And it's you're like, awesome. holy shit, this guy's for real. Yeah. And yeah. That is a good. I moment. think my favorite part in that is when he comes up from the floor, because he's tired. He walks over him. Oh yeah. He, the guy steps on him, so he's able to morph into him, and he comes up out out of the puddle of himself and forms into the the ranger. The dude turns around, and that's when he does the. I think when he gets in the helicopter. Well, too, the best part is. No. Thumbs uh, up. The <laughs> thumbs up at the end. Yeah. By the way, we're on audio cast. We probably shouldn't do hand signals. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry, everybody out there. The thumbs up. <laughs> the Terminator sacrificed himself. Was, he was becoming human. He was becoming oh, yeah. less oh, machine great. and more human. And, and I don't care what you guys say. Critters is amazing. No, <laughs> I want to. I want to bring up Critters. Tom mentioned Critters as his B movie choice. 
Critters was not a B movie. It wasn't at the time. Tom, Tom, Tom is mistaken on his definition of B movie, and it has bugged me. I, a B movie is not. Is, well, first of all, let's, all let's, but, let's just say we do enjoy his whole segments oh, of B movies. So you know, it's fine. It, and that's what he wants to include and call it. That it's fine. But in our opinion, it's not really our opinion. The definition of a B movie is a movie that's come out from an. Wait, wait. Am I am I wrong? I thought like the, if it's not a major production company. If it's not a, like a well, what I'm saying well, is are all I don't, independent I don't think films be movies then. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying no, no. Tim's right; it's not. Uh, you're you have a definition, and Tom has a definition. Okay, and most people would agree. Critters is there not a be. set definition to it? Am I wrong? I don't think so. I don't. Okay, okay. Well, I think go. it is I, open, open interpretation. Though. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Okay. If they told me uh, it was a big movie, I'd believe it. Because he's mentioned right. a lot of movies, and I'm like, man, that's a big budget film. Like, when it came what out in the 80s, Critters was pretty big, I remember seeing it. Was it was huge. They got a big ball. And... Right. Okay, yeah. I love Critters. Yeah, the little fuzzy stuff, guys are great. Stuff, like, shit <laughs> so my favorite sci-fi movie is Blade Runner. And it's uh, Harrison Ford, post-Star Wars, and I think right around Indiana Jones. I can't remember if he did it before or after but it just it makes you realize that first of all Harrison Ford's going to be here for a while and he's <laughs> pretty much a badass and it was also written by Philip K. Dick he's my favorite science fiction author and uh, it's all about the future and how androids are we, we created androids and we sent them to do our work but they rebelled it's basically like Battlestar Galactica uh, they created Cylons and we gotta go kill them it's like Terminator <laughs> I don't know. It's a great movie. And yes, <laughs> it's too. a common sci-fi theme. <laughs> when I when I looked it was up the original though, when I looked up top one hundred sci-fi movies for this purpose, sure, Blade Runner was number one. Was it really? Yeah. I saw several. I looked at several different lists, and Blade Runner was always on the list. I never saw it at number one though. Huh? The first one you Google if you Google top one hundred. I don't use Google. All right, man. Go ahead. What's yours? Okay, first I like. When you said sci-fi movie, I had to sit down and think, okay, what what sci-fi movies have I enjoyed? And I'm like, nothing really came to mind. It's like, when I go to the sci-fi section at Hastings, I go to that section because it has all the, like, animated uh, superhero movies. Like, that's where I find Batman and Green Lantern and Superman movies and shit. And I was like, well, I can't name those because I always talk, I pretty much always talk about those. And so I, I Googled it, and of course I came up, and I was like, okay, Star Wars, Matrix, Terminator, Alien, uh, Back to the Future... These are all freaking amazing movies. How do you how do you choose? It was really hard. Uh, so I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna choose Mystery Science Theater 3000." Okay, I'll tell you. Uh, it, it, it's a series. They had a movie, but the movie was horrible. The regular series was much better. It was topsy turvy. They're always changing characters. You never knew what was gonna happen. But you always got a quality flick and some quality comments about that flick. So, Mystery Science Theater 3000, thank you for making sci-fi fun. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little premise about that? Oh, okay. Well, there was this guy named Joe. Uh, okay, it was theme song. Okay, it was in the not-too-distant future, mm-hmm. in a land not too far from here. Uh-huh. There was this guy named Joe. Yeah. He was a regular guy uh-huh. in a in an orange jumpsuit. He did a good job cleaning up the place, but his boss didn't like him, so he shot him in the space. Right, he did. And his boss decided, I'm going to send him cheesy movies. The worst that I can find. You'll have to sit and watch him through because the monitor is mine. Go ahead, keep going. <laughs> that, that, no. I, that's all Do I remember. That's all I remember. Wow. Okay, that, that's kind of the theme song. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, so the, he creates two robots. So this guy, yeah, his boss didn't like him. He shot him in the space. And so he builds robots out of these things. And then he calls them, uh, what is it, Tom Crow. Servo, Crow, <laughs> and... What's the big one? Oh, the, the sweeper guy. I don't yeah. remember his yeah. name. Fuck it. 
Yeah, okay. So, so Crow, Tom Servo, and Joe, and then eventually... Tom, because it switches later. It's yeah. uh, I don't I never understood that, but whatever. They sit around and they they watch like the worst B movies in the world and they make fun of them. That's pretty great. And it's quality. I, it's I like great. it. Yeah. And so so you can watch these old movies that and then you know like okay I've seen that old movie now. Okay. And but you I got to enjoy it because you had people making fun of it with you. I got to be with Sam uh, when I picked these. I, I like your choice, but when he listed off a bunch of movies, he, sci-fi for it's most men is. It's huge. I think that's where I, there's massive. so many great movies. You're you're absolutely right that it's like wow. How do I pick one to say it's the best? I almost was gonna make like a top five, but when we had talked, I just went out and said, you know, I really, really, really love Waterworld. Mm. I don't know if it counts technically as being sci-fi. No, it's totally sci-fi, end. dude. Half fish, half man. Future. Right, and <laughs> I don't care. Some people. Dog, this movie. <laughs> I love that movie. When you set the stage where it's totally it's so outside of the normal everyday, it's all water. Sure. You know, you're screwed. And here's the bad guys are kind of funny. Yeah, they're straight up pirates. They have machine guns. And, and here he is. But he really, it's the story of a man who only wants to save himself or just exist. He just wants to fucking get by. But he's actually rude to other people. And then you find out he's there's more to life. That mankind won't survive if you don't make family, and I, I, I just kind of like that whole premise. And then, of course, Alien, the very first one. When, yeah, you because like the it, first one, it was slow going, but yeah. No, because it's suspense. Because you had that, that, it's the suckers. When the that, suckers. Yes, those things. When you whoever went into came it for the up first with time. that, when you, you went know, into it for the first well, time, James yeah, James I remember. Cameron. No, it wasn't James Cameron. Oh. Uh, it was an artist. Actually, I just watched a documentary on the Aliens films. You can get it on Netflix, by the way. I will probably watch it. It's that. pretty good. I enjoyed it. That's the worst. I'm afraid of spiders. You make them look spider, and then they jump on your head, Here's and the then thing, they though. implant an egg inside your stomach. The guy, the artist used men's fear of gay rape to design the alien and the face sucker. Because basically, the hand, the, the face sucker is a <coughs> the force is a cock down your throat and implants a seed inside of you and makes you pregnant. And that's. And psychologically, I, that's why you're scared of it. Psychologically, it I am afraid. Yeah, it were absolutely <laughs> worth. I think it's the whole idea that that they're just they're stronger than us. The they're smarter. Machine. You can't kill yeah. them because they have acid for blood. Right. They're right. incredibly hard to you kill. Gotta burn and, them. Absolutely. Fucking a. Aliens was actually my second one, but I saw and uh, your, uh, Ripley's I saw on your list. Is amazing. So. Yeah, Ripley was great. She's the best female. Right. Actually, the action figure. Yeah. This Lin- is the tough. Linda Hamilton owns owns. Owes her career to Sigourney Weaver's Ripley. I'm a tough bitch. So there it is. Yeah, go ahead, man. What's uh, what is the best lie you told this week, Clarence? I want a great, fucking, unbelievable yeah, lie. You've yet to produce a good one. I want a good one. Fuck off. My lie last week was amazing. I don't remember it, to be honest. <laughs> if I can make Haley cry for two hours, oh yeah, that's that, amazing. No, I didn't like that one. I like Haley. I don't like her crying. <laughs> no, I didn't mind so much. Um. I didn't tell a lie this week. What? Yep. Didn't what? do it. What? Didn't tell a lie this week. We'll make week. one up right now. I'm, I am making one up right now. I did not tell a lie this week. <laughs> not at all. Uh, tell me that's not it. That, come on, give us something better. No, I don't. I, I, no. It's hard. It is hard. No, it's, it's hard. not. It's really not. Sam, come on. Save, save, save this little topic, please. I, Tim, have a ginormous... 
to all you podcast people out there, be aware of that. It was about to come up. <laughs> oh, it just did. <laughs> <laughs> My eye. <laughs> you were you're going. I had to use. No, I thought you wanted me to go last. Oh yeah. Okay, that's true. I forgot. Um, I I told a really good one the other day to Patrick. We had a phone conversation. I couldn't remember it. So today I was at a water park and I had a guy with me that I don't see too often. So I uh, we were standing there and we're talking. We're just bullshitting and I ran out of things to say and I remembered I needed to tell a lie. And so I, I looked down and at my feet and I was like I was like you want to hear something really weird? And he was like well yeah what's up? And I was like I haven't clipped my toenails in ten years. <laughs> I realized this a couple of years ago. Like, I just stopped clipping them. I think they stopped growing. They've looked pretty much like this for at least 10 years. It's the weirdest thing. You think I should see a doctor about that? He was just like, man, that is weird. Are you sure? And I was like, dude, really? I would remember clipping my toenails. Unless Candace has been doing it in my sleep. Maybe they rub off in your shoes, you know, to spiling. Or, or, or whatever. Maybe they're just incredibly weak, you know? But, yeah. Like that lie. Very you nice. like it? No, I was saying it was incredibly weak, like that lie. Yeah, I mean, he I, he had no reason not to believe it. He didn't contest it, so whatever. In your face. My toenails get clipped once a week, bitch. Probably not once a week, I don't know. So Dude, I really don't think I've put my toenails in ten years. I can slice you up with those motherfuckers. It's true, and, but yours is obvious that you haven't. It's like, oh, yeah, that, well, obviously. Well, I wear flip-flops almost daily, so I kind of got to, you know. Right. Alright, so Sam and I went and played a HeroClix tournament last night, and we had a lot of fun. And then we came over to Sam's place where we record, and two of our buddies came over with us. We stood around bullshitting for a while, just uh, talking and playing a little bit of Magic. And it's getting late, so we're all getting up to leave. <coughs> and I realized I hadn't told my lie either. And their name's Joe and Daniel Lyon, and they're sitting in here playing Magic with us, and we're walking out, and I'm, you know, just casually, I was really like, he didn't ward me at all. I didn't tell Sam this. I'm like, hey, guys, we were wondering. Our mom passed away a couple days ago. And, well, after the funeral on Wednesday, we're going to get together and throw some horseshoes and have a barbecue, maybe do some karaoke. Wondered if you guys want to come over and, you know, hang out with us because our mom passed away. And they're, they both just got dead, somber, quiet. And they look at Sam and I. And we've been joking and talking this whole night, having a great fucking time. And, like, you know, no evidence at all that our mother had passed away. And they all totally night. We've been hanging out with them for probably the last six, seven hours and just having a grand old time being ourselves. So they get dead somber and they're like, oh yeah, sure man, sure, absolutely. I was biting the inside of my lips which brought tears to my eyes so I had the most dead serious look on my face but I, I was so hard not to just be like, what the fuck? Or just whatever. I seriously bit the inside of my lips. And to, to not put a big ass fucking smile on my face at least it was horrible I wish he would have just a little so, bit of warning like hey I'm going to do something fucked up here shortly be ready I just for remember it that. Like, it was like oh yeah I need to do this so are Daniel <laughs> and Joe coming over on Wednesday or they're going over to my mom's house on Wednesday <laughs> to the barbecue sling play some horseshoes and shit dude a tetherball tetherball we're going to play some other fucking tetherball tournament. Fuck tetherball. Because that's what you do when somebody dies. Clarence said I had a little competitive <laughs> batch of tetherball today at Bob's backyard. <laughs> My we both God. realized we're too old to play tetherball. <laughs> we couldn't finish. It, the game is exhausting. <laughs> How do you win? You wrap the, the ball all the way around. The ball has to hit the pole. Oh, and that's... 
win. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's, that's game. That's I've never made it that far. <laughs> All right. So, guys, what would you do for a thousand dollars this week, or maybe? Uh, it's one thousand four. 140,000. 140,080 pesos. That's a lot of pesos. That's a lot of pesos. Could you carry those in your pocket, you think? You could carry them. Could you fold your wallet, Chet? I think they make a thousand peso bill. Is it? Okay. I think they do, but that's still 140 bills. Right. All right, so Clarence, what would you do for $1,000 this week? Um, For $1,000 this week, I would eat a placenta covered in ranch dressing. What would you do without the ranch dress? Fuck no, are you kidding me? <laughs> Who's placenta? Yeah. Who's placenta? <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. Really? It could be anybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell. There's no Fuck it. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell's placenta. <laughs> That's horrible. Right. Dude, that probably already has like all of I may give you $1,000 not to eat Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> 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 Rosie O'Donnell's placenta. You know, Poops out of her after the birth, laying there on the floor, and you get the little ranch dressing packet from McDonald's. He, he looks like the wolf cartoon character, over. ties the handkerchief around his neck, pulls a spoon and knife out of his ass, and salt and pepper. Yeah, and ranch dressings that shit up and licks his lips and goes for it. No, no. Are we, or, or wait, you know, we said spoon and knife, fork, you know, but, or do you just grab it like a pizza, fold it over and oh, yeah. shove it in? <laughs> uh, it's definitely a finger food. I don't. I don't see the need for absolutely placenta. Yeah, placenta. What you know? Fuck, you can even use most of most of it. You could probably just use a straw with. I've seen several <laughs> placentas, dude, and it's made my belly ache when I saw them. And you know, remembering and it you right can't now, it's not look at it. Oh, so is Rosie consenting on this, or are you jumping in and just stealing it? I'm, I'm still in that bitch's placenta. <laughs> I'm just saying, have wow. a kid. It is right. Taking it and. Tim's going to give me $1,000 not to eat it. <laughs> Pretty excited about that. Well, in a lot of like African cultures, if you eat the placenta, you live longer and stronger. And you gain superpowers. Right. So, yeah, look yeah, how I get a thousand bucks and I become healthy. Africa's doing real good with their What kind of superpowers do you think you'd get if you ate a placenta? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second. So you, no, got, uh, you gobble it up, you got a little placenta on your beard, you know, you wipe that off, and all of a sudden you realize... You turn invisible. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? I have nothing, man. You have the ability to grow your toenails. <laughs> I already Faster have that ability. Else. I think it'd be more like an orgasmo type thing with the... You just touch somebody and they get <laughs> orgasmed? Yeah. Because of placenta in your belly? <laughs> you just touch someone and they're impregnated. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's it. it. I've switched my seed. Which, as funny as that is, it already happened. Right. <laughs> He's got four kids and seven in Canada that he doesn't tell anybody about. And 12 abortions. <laughs> and 12 abortions. It rhymes with nobody ate, nobody ate those placenta. <laughs> right. When you when you have those abortions, <laughs> when you got those smorsions, did you eat the placenta from the dead babies? No, nobody had a thousand dollars. Placentas would be very little then. Think of all the superpowers you would have gotten from all those placentas, though. It's More like stem cells in fucking Christopher Reeve on that South Park episode. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's one. Josh, what would you do for a thousand? Tim was supposed to go first. I was? Oh, yeah, new guy's supposed to go first. Sorry, man. Oh, well, this is a toughie. I mean, it's... Yeah, they're oh, talking about okay. placenta. Yeah, just go for it. Just dive in. What, what do well, you got? Well, I know, but it's like, what is really the price that I would start doing it's not, something it's crazy? A, it's but not the money. 
thousand dollars. I would probably. I got. I'm nothing exciting. I would. Um, just break. I would smash my Xbox. You would smash your Xbox for a thousand dollars. Yeah, because you could buy a new one. I could buy a new one. A new, better one. That's it black. doesn't really pun. Does it have to be punishing? You know, it sometimes it's rewarding. It some, the, point, the point of this question is that you're doing something that most people wouldn't do, and anybody would smash an Xbox for a thousand dollars because they could buy a new one. I give up a testicle. You give up a testy. I would you're give up a testicle. Lefty or righty? You sell a testicle for a thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can make like. I don't, hey. Wait, wait. Well, that's what I'm saying. But if somebody's like, here's it's cash. not worth that much to him, though. That's what he's saying. It's real. It's yeah. not. There's another right. one, and it's it's Plenty quite large. Big so enough left or right? The thing you've left. got to know. Oh, absolutely, the left. The right. The, We've got to bring something up. The right thing now. you have to know about Tim is, I have held an egg. Yeah, they got to know. Up to one of his testicles, and they are the same size. So when this guy no, his gives testicles up, were larger in most cases, if I remember. When I this have guy done the gives same up thing. a testicle, he's actually no, no, pretty much given up morbid. two testicles. Well, no, he's just giving up ten percent of his body weight. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has huge nuts. But I would willingly do it. Like, okay, here's the cash. Right, here's a nut. That. So is Lefty the one that's always getting hit or something? Why? Why? It's just it's I don't know. Right dominant. They're actually not. The exactly the same size, and the left one's the smaller one, so I would keep the right Which to means make, up, make it look like I still had two. Right. Okay. Which means Tim's left nut is the size of a normal man's, like, both put together. <laughs> Combined nuts. Um, I don't... I, that's not been verified. That's you have huge nuts! Verified. So, it has been verified. Most guys name their testes. <laughs> it has. Have you named yours? I have not. Never? I don't, I what don't about have your left one. I Everyone names your name. You've never named your wiener? Has Nancy called it anything? It's her precious. No, you can't. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that, that, seriously, no, I don't, it's a, no, a total maybe. guy thing. We don't have to go around the table really and have, say. I seriously, yeah, go ahead. I've never name. named my cock or balls. What? What? Seriously, like you have a bunch. You were like one day. You were like, "Hi, Steve," and that no. was it forever. Or, no, it comes. She it touched comes. my puppy, Steve. It just comes. <laughs> That's out. what it's from. <laughs> Multiplicity. Uh, <laughs> It just comes from a girl usually A girl is usually involved in naming your penis Your testicles I think are kind of your own So who named your penis Josh? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, we don't have to go there His we, name was I, Rodrigo <laughs> We don't have to go there I didn't know Jews could be gay <laughs> They can be if they want to be huh. you know, There's plenty of gay Jews out there And I'm just the head Jew Gay guy <laughs> so like the, the Pope or something? The the, pope. the rabbi. I think I'd more be a cardinal because I'm red haired. Did you do your thousand dollars? Not yet. Okay, well, Josh, what would you do for a thousand dollars or one hundred forty thousand and eighty pesos? <laughs> I the difference. Over Memorial Day weekend, I would hooker myself out to Native Americans for free. What? That's how would you do that for a thousand dollars? I you're would do stand. It for free? Okay, they get a free, but somebody <laughs> had to pay him. Right, someone's going to give me a thousand dollars, but is I can there can be a line formed says line starts here, and I have to do whatever these guys want. Popping blue pills, guys, 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 girls, whatever, whatever's coming, whatever's in that line, and I would stand right by the uh, the paint. Would you let them say China? Yeah, they were done. I'd say whatever. It's their their time. They can do what they want. 
How long would you have to do this? Memorial Day weekend. I said that. Oh, Over wow. Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> that's a lot. So like the it, whole is. it is. That's a Possibly lot. Possibly. realize today is Memorial Day. I understand. That's why I came up with the, the time frame. Okay. I was going to go stand over by Walmart's paint section to see what <laughs> came up. <laughs> it's almost over. Oh. Would you like pop some Viagra before the weekend so that you because because I've seen some of the Native Americans around these parts no, and look, I don't know that you would is. be able to get an erection. If someone's going to hand me some Viagra, sure, I'll do it. But what I'm saying is I'm not going to go in there with any other qualities than what I possess already. So if they want me to stay hard, that's up to them. <laughs> they got to fluff it up. <laughs> right. You fluff her. You know, it's for free. Come on. It's charity. Yes, it is. It, so, it, it so might it, be charity. She's Native you know, they, American. Oh. <laughs> or he. I don't know that she is. I just made that up. <laughs> we just know someone named Charity. So, yeah, that's what I do for $1,000 this week. Nice. Yeah. You, what do you got on that? Sam, Sam what would you do for $1,000 this week? I would uh, insert the end of a beer bong into my ass and let you guys pour liquid substances into the end of the beer bong and then release a carburetor right at that time to insert said liquids into my butt. Okay. And then let it spew out volcano-like. I would get up on my, my hands, put my hands and feet, put my butt high in the air, and then like just fucking push it out. So like, the whole time right, you just said that. You would take a beer. I can't stop mind. thinking about the time we let your farts on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Your farts on fire. That's what Clarence just said, because he kind of kind of giggled Sorry. there. Farts on fire. <laughs> Tell me more. I don't remember this. There's a lot I don't remember. It was when we put, with the night that we put the fucking aerosol on your window and burned your name onto your window. Yeah, but from the Remember outside what? it looked like my name backwards and yes. everyone was like, what the fuck is that? And then you were like, hey, watch this, it really works. And you bend over and you light your fucking ass hairs on fire because you fart. And it was, I, I've done that many a times. So I have uh, lit many ass hairs on fire with the attempts of lighting. Right, so we're going to funnel, okay, obviously we're not going to do lethal liquids. Right. We're just no, I wrote beer, but I mean, no. there is probably that's I a waste say, of beer. There's probably a limited amount. Oh, absolutely. Because you would get alcohol poisoning. Absolutely, you, you would soak it in so fast, much faster than through your stomach. Okay, I, I, mean, I, I kind of want to pour Everclear into your ass. If yeah. You, if I'm you ever want to get just drunk even faster than what you normally do, shove something in your ass. Okay, die, diet coke in and there, and then butt, drop a couple of min- mentos in. there. Oh, that would be awesome! What if it goes the wrong way? What if somebody puts their hand over it? Well, you guys start shooting out your fucking mouth. You're on my cock. You could have an explosion. I don't know. You could probably die. You could probably die. Just with even what I suggested. Even not with what Josh suggested. You could probably die. You could probably. Do not try this at home. Kids. Kids. Do it and videotape it. Send it to us. Or have your parents after you die. Send the video to us. Mark the tape before you record it. I bet you won't. Just in case. Wow, Last wishes Send to Make them give you the bots. money up front That's what you're doing for the thousand dollars Make throw some Diet Coke in your ass Diet See? soda in general <laughs> That's much better than just pouring beer and shit I wish <laughs> you're I, right. I wrote this down just like an hour ago I'm sorry Make throw some Diet Coke is fun <laughs> Do it in your mouth Oh man! <laughs> Just stick a drink and put one in your mouth. It's fun. Just <laughs> it comes out your nose. It does. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Hey, anything else you guys want to talk about before we get into magic? Hey, I got an idea. Let's take a small break. 
Take a small break. I know, right? Why do podcasts do that? I don't fucking get it. Every podcast what do you do, do? Like, like, let's take, take a break. And then they What turn, are you doing? And then they're like, that's them turning their microphone back on. I don't know what makes microphones what do that. What do they go do? Well, I mean, they recorded for 20 minutes. It's like, oh, now we gotta go eat dinner because we didn't think just start recording after dinner. <laughs> and what the fuck? I don't know. I'm and now a few words from our sponsor. <laughs> if they, if oh, that was shit. the case. We don't have a sponsor. <laughs> Some of them do have sponsors, and they will do that, and that's fine. I can see that. That's that's they got to do that. That would be great. That's not the case. Somebody sponsor us. It'd be great. <laughs> not really. We don't need much, but you know, to have it'd be nice to have a computer designated for this. Well, I'll throw out a magic question for you guys, being you play a lot. Go ahead. That I was curious if you talk about. Um, do you find it hard? You know, I know you guys have been doing the um, P- PQ, PTQ, PTQ, <laughs> and the regionals. And do you find it hard? And they're not called regionals anymore. Oh, national sorry. qualifiers. Sorry, sorry. Hard to play a deck that you like over a deck that will win. You know, there. I know almost all gaming industry, and I'm sure with Magic, the little bit I did play, <coughs> there's always a certain few decks that are dominant. Yeah. That will carry you to the final. T- they give you the best chance to win. That's what they do. They Absolutely. give you the best chance to win. They're the proven deck. Do you find it difficult because you have a passion for the whole game? You love the whole game. You love a lot of cards. Do you have it? Find it hard to you know? You I've, sell out. You kind of sell out of what you love absolutely. to play. What I will think. Win. I think basically. To that deck or not to that deck. We've right, all kind of gone to net decking, and you just find. The best net deck, the best, you or not take the, the best, net deck, you just not the best, but the net deck that you like the most, and you play that. You basically make some personal modifications to it or yeah. whatnot, baby. But I mean, you pretty much stick to the main street cards or whatnot. And here's where I'll argue on. I I still try to build my own, and I'll test and I'll test against these guys who have their net decks. And if I find that I'm I, I'm not going to have success with this deck, then yeah, I'll switch to whatever. Right. But I'm going to certainly give it my best shot to make Always. my own. Because it's, the net decks are, are there because it, people tested their asses off. Right. People that are better than you at the game have built this deck and not tried it. Not necessarily it, tried better, it just people have more time. People, yeah, okay, sure. That are That's just, what I would say, and, and, but it almost it's almost like a wildfire. Once it spreads, it becomes the best because nobody wants to branch out and try and even find something better. But that usually gotcha. does happen eventually. It does, yeah. Something was trumped by something else. But it's it all, almost it's like pushes. John was it, trumped it by blue white control. Blue white control was trumped by Eldrazi Conscription. Now it's other things. <clears throat> I just I that was going out here that when I played Magic, my hardest thing I had was I had a certain love for certain deck designs and a certain color. Red. And I don't want to get red, and I don't like to change it. I don't want to have to, and that's the price you pay. Bottle red, so play red deck there. wins all the time, yeah. and it's There's been always good in almost good. every format. Right now, red deck wins is really good. That's fine. Well, I'm just saying. What I'm saying though, lightning bolt is currently by choosing, legal. by doing that, you're also any deck. Anytime you choose a deck, you're making a choice that you're not going to be good against something else. Mm-hmm. And that's you not, have to just, not just your deck. That's anything. You have to understand, look, I'm, I can beat this deck, this deck, and this deck, but there's probably not a very good way I can beat these two. Yeah, I, it is something I always struggle with, like, two dead deck or not two dead deck. Like, I, I almost always will have a deck in mind or something that I've messed with on Moto or something, uh, and, I, and I'm always tempted to take it, but it's like, it comes down like it's not going to beat these decks that other people are going to be playing, so i got to think what's going to beat these decks, and then you turn yourself... 
it, I'm also very adverse with a lot of magic culture. Like there's there's so much of it out there, articles and podcasts and whatnot that just uh, you drill all these different things into your head and everything. So it just you end up playing the these decks. But right now, in the current standard format, there's so many different decks to choose from. That's not always the case. Right, standard. there's so many different there's different deck types right now. There's, you've got it's a very with Jund and Mono Red. You've there's, got Control with control. Blue White Control. Planeswalkers. Tap Out Control. There's They've combos. been trying pretty hard to mm-hmm. keep it diverse. Keep it diverse yeah. Mono Absolutely. Green and Mono Red are both out there. Also, Mono White. There's basically a viable uh, strategy for whatever you play. Like, if you like to play Red Deck Wins or, or just, like, something that smashes face, there's going to be a deck that fits that. There's a, there's a Red Deck. There's a Red Deck that splashes black. There's a Red Black. Red Black and Green is Judd, it, which is, like, pretty much Judd almost... Yeah. The devil. You would right. you would love that deck. Well, I want to get into our top five list, but before I do, I want Tim, since we're, we're into the magic, Tim, tell us your history of magic. Like, yeah. Real quick. Uh, magic, when I was about 13, um... I had a friend named Carson. He had cards. We went and bought some decks. Carson. Carson Van yeah. Was Carson the first Van person I played. Yeah. Carson and, Van Pants. And, Van Pants. Uh, I know, Van Pants. And uh, we would like play Carson. at his house, and we probably weren't even playing right. I'm sure we weren't. And Most had, people did it when they first started. And that's when I loved Red, and I had Crimson Hell Kite, which is an awesome card. Absolutely. And, uh, and then it grew play. from there. I met Clarence. Uh, other guys <coughs> played, and I do. I play. I'm a casual. If I absolutely. were to compare me to like game, you're a kitchen table guy. Yes, absolutely. If, if everybody was like, "Hey, here's a deck. Play it. I'll do okay with it. I won't play." There's probably combos I'm not aware of, or certain ways to trigger certain things. So but I, I catch synergies. on pretty quick. Or if you play a card called Counter Spell, don't play against him because he's going to punch you. <laughs> Counter Spell is the worst thing ever. Created. There's not a lot of counter magic at the current stage. Yeah. Blue is you blue is for right pussies. That's throwing that out there. Or people who want to win games. (laughs) Vagina likes to win. Okay. And uh, so I would play and that's what I am. A casual magic player. Cool. Clarence, what's your top five? Or why don't you tell us? You came up with a choice this week. Our top five list this week is uh, top five creatures with comes into play abilities. Uh, They're favorites that we have used. Not the best by any means. Or maybe. I don't know. Uh, and my list, I have two honorable mentions. They're uh, Desolation Angel and Desolation Giant. And I put them as honorable mention because you have to pay their kicker costs for their abilities to really work. If you don't pay their kicker costs, they, they pretty much they, fuck they, you. Because it says destroy all creatures you control unless you pay the kicker costs, destroy all creatures, all other creatures. Yes, and Desolation Angel, same thing, but with lands. <laughs> right, so number five. My number five is uh, Mystic Snake. It was really hard to say that, but it is Mystic Snake. Uh, one colorless, one green, two blue. So, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, when it comes into play, it has flash, and when it comes into play, counter target spell, and it's a 2 2 creature from Apocalypse and Time Spiral. Time Shift. Time Shift the Time Spiral. Yep. It was uh, a subset. My number four is Angel of Despair. Uh, three colorless, two white, two black. Destroy target permanent when it comes into play from Guild Pack. Five five flyer. Uh, my number three is Gilded Drake. Uh, blue and a colorless for a three three flyer when it comes into play. Exchange control of it with target creature and opponent controls. He's a combo guy. 
My number two is Eternal Witness. Two green and a colorless for a 2-1 with Regrowth from Fifth Dawn. Regrowth this. Uh, return target card from your graveyard to your hand. And my number one is, uh, personal favorite is Laquatus' Champion. Two black, four colorless for a 6-3 that regenerates for one black. <coughs> from Torment. When he comes into play, target player loses six life. You gain six life, and when he leaves play, they lose six life. You're such a bitch. I remember that guy. Or they gain six life. You lose six life. Very nice guy. But you win a lot of games with that guy. Yeah. That guy was amazing. So my number five was Avalanche Riders. It's uh, two red, two colorless comes into play. It's one red, three colorless. One red, three colorless. Thanks for the casting cost. Comes into play. Destroy target. Land. 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 It has a... It's echo. a 2-2, two, two, and it has haste, and it has echo, which means you have to pay its casting cost twice, or I sack it during the next upkeep. Uh, my number four is Thundermare. It's five colorless, one red, for a 5-5 five, five with haste. Whenever it enters the battlefield, all other creatures become tapped. What set is that from? Uh, I think it's from... It's from Weatherlight. Weatherlight, yeah. Absolutely, but it was a little book. Yeah, and they made like a reprint version of Timbermare, which was probably a little better, but I just don't Thunder like chaos. Yeah, I don't like the echo cost on it. My number three was Shriek Maul, and the idea of being able to kill something. They had the evoke cost of one black and one colorless, and it comes into the battlefield, destroy target, not black creature, and you can pay the full cast, which is five, five which is four and one black. Yeah. Four and one black comes into play, it's a three, two with fear, comes into play, destroy. Uh, my number two is Sense Tiger. Two white, two colorless for a 3 3 when it enters the battlefield. You gain protection from chosen color until end of turn. That's damage, that's attacking creatures, everything. And I like to use that with momentary blink. And then my number one was Vincer, Shaper Servant. And that's two blue, two colorless for a 2 2 when it comes into the battlefield. Boomerang! Return target spell or permanent. Spell or permanent, that's yeah. right. So it can counter semi-counter a spell or bounce a permanent. So you can boomerang a permanent or you can boomerang a spell that's unstacked. Sam, you number five. That's pretty deep. But I, I was going to ask you, Shriek Maw or Bone Shredder? Bone Shredder. From Urza's Ur- Legacy? It's favorite, and obviously I don't even know this card, so... Okay. It was essentially the same, but for a cheaper cost, but yeah, that um, Any flip. Before I start, what was the guy from Mirrodin that was... He was a 710, he comes into play, destroy each land of a land type... That was, uh... What was his name? Sundering Titan. Sundering Titan. I could not remember that. I never played him, though. He was really good in Tooth and that. But I, he, he got played against me so much is why he's on my list. Okay, I'll start. My honorable mention is, uh, Iona. I can't remember her full name, but if you don't know who Shield Iona of is... Shield of Amiria. That's absolutely correct. She's, a uh, six and three white for a seven-seven flying. When she comes into play, you choose a color. Uh, opponents cannot play spells of the chosen color. She, she can just shut down mono decks or just uh, yeah, she wins games. My number five is uh, Faceless Butcher. He was also from Torment. He was uh, two colors, two black for a 2-3. When he comes into play, you remove target creature from the game. When Faceless Butcher went bye-bye, they get their creature back. Uh, he's amazing. He was, also, he was in Torment. He was also time-shifted. Uh, and then my number four was Sundering Titan. Uh, as we just mentioned, seven ten destroys basically uh, land of each type yeah. in play. Yeah. So yeah. normally you want to choose other people's before you have to choose your own. Absolutely. Uh, and then number three, I have Goblin Bushwhacker. 
Uh, this guy's one for a 1-1 one, one red goblin guy. One red for a 1-1 one, one red goblin guy. He has a kicker cost of one red. His kicker cost is, when he comes into play, uh, all creatures you control get plus one, plus zero, and haste. So, yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. Uh, number two, I have Mana War. <laughs> I gotta, you gotta give props to the Mana War. He's from Visions, and he was also reprinted in Chronicles, and also... Every base set. Battle Royal. <laughs> no, that was it. That was the only three prints. Really? And Battle Royal. Uh, he's uh, two colorless and a blue for a 1-1. One, one. And he gives us a play return target creature to the drone's hand. So, Mana War from Visions. Um, and then my number one was Avalanche Riders. Cool. Josh mentioned that, so we'll just move right along. Yeah. Avalanche Riders is amazing. Uh, honorable mention, you guys can help me out here. It doesn't count as a creature, though, it was Ball of Lightning. When I looked at that, it, it doesn't have a comes into play ability. Text a turn, it comes into play. Nice haste. <laughs> <laughs> you look at Oracle text. That's right. Just want to throw that out there. But um, my number five, uh, Mystic Snake. You heard about that one because it. I hate that Mystic card. Snake. It's it's just a slap in the face. We Not already. only do they get a creature that's two two and just countered your spell. Mystic Snake. He's a two for one by himself. He's a, he's amazing. And Tim has already. We've already expressed his distaste for counter magic. That's right. Uh, four. Thorn Thrash Biashin is that right? I've never seen that before but I I thought this one looked amazing with uh, three colorless uh, one red it's a 2-2 it has Devour 2 as this comes into play you may sacrifice any number of creatures this creature comes into play with twice that many plus one plus one counters on it it's really cool tap one forest he gains trample till the end of turn that's, that's that's the kind of stuff I like to see for just creatures you would have liked Myo Myo what was his name Myolith Monolith Myolith Michaelith? Yes. Something like that. And this one I really love, though. It's okay. three. Bogarden Hellkite. It's expensive. No, Six colors. Two mountains. Five, five. You know, flash. Play anytime you can play an instant. Uh, deal five damage any way you choose, pretty much. I know it reads. Divided, divided. as you choose much any number of creatures or players. He's amazing. Many targets. Go ahead. But it, and two was Desolation Giant. That was a give. It just gave a... Oh, Red of Wrath of God. That's what it did. You know, well, you had to use white. Man. You can church it up all you want, but that's really what it gave you. Absolutely. And then uh, number one, Goblin Recruiter. Uh, uh, one colorless, one mountain, one one. When Goblin Recruiter search uh, comes into play, search your library for any number of Goblin cards. Reveal them to all players. Put on the top of your library in any order. What's Bring on the goblins. What's that? Was Goblin Recruiter from? I don't know. Was he was he Saga? I just like a card like that for somebody doing aggro. Was he on Slot? Creatures on top. Beat face. Just bring on. You know, Odyssey. No, he was from uh, earlier. Mask. Before Urzas. Before Urzas. Yeah. He was from like Tempest. We could look it up and start this in your archive. I want to look it up. All right. Well, I'll look it up. Clarence, once you start us on your favorite, your best magic game you played this week. Okay, the best magic game I played this week. I've uh, been playing a lot of Mythic Conscription on Workstation. You've been playing against it, or you playing it? I've been playing it, and I was playing against John. And the lists were out for Grand Prix DC, so I think this was a a copy of one of the top eight decks because it had Sarkon, the Mad, and uh, this this guy that I was playing was running. Uh, Vampire Nighthawk, and which kind of <coughs> a loop. What's but, Vampire uh, Nighthawk do? It's a uh, two black and a colorless, two three flying death touch. Lifelink. Lifelink. Life wow. Three for a two three black creature. He's an uncommon <sighs> flying lifelink death touch. 
And so he had, he had swung in with the Nighthawk a couple times and got up to 26, and I was at one. I had a... Visions. Governor Cooters from Visions. Visions. That's the set. Thank you, Josh. But uh, he would got me down to one, and I got Jace the Mind Sculptor out, so I, I do the top three, the Brainstorm ability, and get Baneslayer and play it. He can't attack. He can't attack the next turn and kill me because my Baneslayer would gain me the life before I would die. So the turn after, I top deck uh, Sovereigns of Lost Alara, play it, use Jason Mind Sculptor's ability to, to bounce the Nighthawk, and so the two flyers he has left are uh, Dragon Token. And the dude that makes dragon tokens, why can I not? Broodmate? Yeah, Broodmate Dragon. And uh, so I get to swing with Baneslayer and attach a mythic inscription with Exalted 1. So he goes down to 10 and I go up to 17. And he, I pass the turn and he draws a card and then I lost the player on the system. Magic workstation just stopped working <laughs> because the guy quit. Very but, nice. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> All right, so the best game of Magic I played this week. That was a basic Mythic inscription game, though. <laughs> I haven't played it that long. Explain it was essentially fun to be at one. It's called um, a, like a Super Friends deck where I'm using a lot of Planeswalkers. But my idea was to mess with people's mana, so I'm using Spreading Seas, Scepter of Dominance, and a Johnny Vengeance to mess with people's mana. The Rune Blaster and Rune Blaster Goblin mess with people's mana and I'm also playing a lot of other planeswalkers so we're, we're late in the game this guy's playing a deck I hadn't seen before and he's got a board position filled with defenders but I'm not playing any creatures either <coughs> and he's got the defender that says tap and add mana equal to the number of defenders you control so we're, we're like on turn fucking 12 or something and I say end my turn and he's, and he's like EOT end of turn he taps down six, plays the the trap, the green trap. Summoning trap. Summoning trap. Looks at top seven, pulls out Emrakul. Puts it on the board, and Emrakul's a 15-15, so it has Annihilator six. It's a fucking beast. Flyer. <clears throat> Annihilator six says whenever... Protection from t- colored spells. Protection from... Colored spells. 15 for 15, colored spells. 15. Annihilator is whenever he attacks, they have to sac- sacrifice that. You're, the new player sacrifice that many permits. Right. <laughs> Every time he attacks, you have to sacrifice six permits. And so, it's in my turn. That's what happens. He puts it on the board. He untaps. He swings. I sack down to four lands. That's including my two planeswalkers, my scepter of dominance, something else. I like got a, a creature, or maybe a rune blaster, or something like that. <clears throat> And he does 15 damage to me. Puts me at like 4 or something. Maybe 3. And he writes, good game? Question mark. And I said, one second. So I untap, draw, and I flop out Day of Judgment. Wipes his board, because all he had was creatures out there. And I fuck his mana up. And I come back from that and win. What's Day of Judgment do? It's Wrath of God. God. Destroy all creatures. Without the regeneration. Oh. It doesn't have that little... I was going to say, what's the difference between Wrath of God then and that? Yep, that's, that's it. it. That's Wizards it. wanted to make money. <laughs> Sorry, They're like, it. everybody has the Wrath of God. There's no sense reprinting this card. Let's print something they don't have. All right, Sam, let's game. 
I still haven't played any Magic. Really? This whole week? I have not. Huh. That's a shame. Uh, that's why I wanted to play EDH tonight. <laughs> Alright, Tim. Best game of Magic you've ever played. I tried to oh. think of a game that I could talk about, but I had nothing. The best experience I ever had was... Uh, it was fun playing EDH when it was out, and we were in teams, and I was using... Um, Brian's stout arm. Yeah, Brian's stout arm and a sneak attack and, and Sarah, Sarah Avatar. And Sarah Avatar. And that will attack <coughs> 50, and you can throw it for 50 more, and that does 100 points of damage, and that was the most I ever done in a game. And I would think it was against Josh and Kyle, and it was me and Clarence were on a team, and he just cleared the board, so I was able to sneak attack and win the game. And attack and throw. <laughs> And that's a good feeling. Are you down to play some BDH tonight? I mean, if that's the, yeah, I'm absolutely Okay, we down. have lots of decks over there. So. All right, guys. Well, I want to go ahead and wrap it up. Anything else you guys want to talk about? We didn't get to, I don't know. We had all the, we had all the basic topics covered. Yeah. But there seems like something we didn't get to. Maybe we can talk. We were going to talk about something. Did you guys want to discuss any of these things I have on the sheet here? No, we were... There was something. I, what was it? There was something. Maybe we can talk about it next week. Uh, okay. We okay. This. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, it was I, banding. Yes. Well, next week we'll talk about banding. What did you call it? Banding. Mm. All right, now, boys and girls, we've got another story for you. Now, we want to introduce to you another friend of the Bible. Hell yeah! yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah!
cross I'll tell them I found Jesus That should throw them off He goes by the name Jesus And steals hubcaps from cars Oh Jesus, can I borrow your crowbar? To pry these goddamn nails out there Beginning to hurt Crucified and all I got was this Lousy t-shirt can't believe it's not butter I'll sing as I'm flogged Yeah, that's what I would do if I were God So look for me for Savior and you'll go to heaven Willing the Lord is like heaven, spacey in seven With creepy threats of double hockey stick You just can't teach an old guy new tricks what I would do if I were...